Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Monster, a podcast where we like to talk about monsters and maybe ask them what they're up to at the weekend. Um, as always, I'm your host, Matt, and joining me to my left, he puts the super in supervisor. It's Dave. How you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. That's good. good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> and to my right, he puts the teach in teacher. It's Cameron. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well, thank you. <laughs> See, we're super, we're teaching. I don't know what I'm doing. That's <laughs> what you guys are doing. Puts the good. host in host. Yeah. Puts the host host with the most. All right, Beetlejuice. M- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let's just get Jake in here real quick. He can do something for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, spice it up a bit. Yeah, all good, all good. Yeah, I'm. Well, sorry, I'm. A, I'm. A, I've had a bit of a tiring week this week so because I've, I've um had a bit of a stressful week at work because I, I work mm. in it development so i put the i put the i in it uh, yeah there you go um that will do that um <laughs> so and when you work if anyone that works in it development you, the problem is it's generally all or nothing so you have a situation where most of the time i'm coasting listening to podcasts at work whilst you know doing a bit of paperwork and then and then all of a sudden we've got to release something or fix something. And it's like, go, 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 fix things, release it, put it into the environment. As as we know in gaming, you know, where they're always patching stuff. So, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm putting the, the I in IT. Um, Dave, what have you been up to this week, mate? Uh, not a whole lot. Just getting ready for the, the holidays at El Jabo. And yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of it. Just throwing a bunch of hours into Warframe. <laughs> I guess that was my other thing I was doing. <laughs> really? Planes <laughs> of Eidolon launched. Yep. Big launch. That's probably their biggest update, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it changes a fundamental part of the game, bringing it into that open world environment mm. and adding in a lot of NPCs and just general, like, making it feel more like uh, a lived-in universe, which it, it already did, but this is a much stronger push toward that. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I haven't had too much time to sink into it, uh, aside from the 105 hours I've already put into the game. Uh, <laughs> but well, you mean you know, like us, us normal people that work? <laughs> I know, at work. Oh, my goodness. You know, give, give up these things. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nice. So, how you how you actually finding the planes of Eidolon? Has it actually been worth? Because I haven't had a chance to play it yet myself. So, um, worth it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I definitely. Only what it does is it does like a. I want to say it's one hundred minutes is the day cycle, and then it's like maybe fifty. Fifty minutes is the night. Something like there's a breakdown where the day is longer than the night, but it still is considerable amount oh, of time, right, okay. depending on when you hopped on. And um, both 
don't know, three times, three times I was able to play for a little while. It was night or it was like dusk. So it just turned into night. So I really like got to run around and it'd be the daylight. Um, but I did see some Eidolons <laughs> rolling around on the plane. Nice. And uh, the the rando team guys I was with at the at the at the time um, decided let's just go attack it. So I just went I went along with them and we all just ran away. It was bad. It was, it was like one or two hit kills if it if it successfully landed wow. uh, some weird glowing wow. border. But uh, I mean, I yeah, you could they they're huge. They're they're um, basically just kaiju alien. Kaiju rolling around nice. on the plane, minding their own business. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I see, I see you've been painting a bit more of your Kingdom Death Monster miniatures as well. Yeah, I put in another, I don't know, five, six hours. It takes forever. It takes way longer than I was <laughs> initially <Yep>. anticipating <laughs> per miniature. Um, I mean, I think I could cut yeah. that time down considerably, but. Uh, I don't know. I feel that they have to look a certain way, so it just takes a lot longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only problem it's is... A, it's I, a matter of experience. It's that, and I get, like, anxiety. I'm trying to paint, and I really don't want to <laughs> touch the wrong part of the, the figure yeah. with a, a... I can't remake the colors I made. <laughs> or, yeah. I guess I'm yeah. trying to find an order to paint them in, because when it's layered of like five or six layers of color. And if I blotch that with something else, I can't undo it. So, Mm. or at least, I mean, I can kind of cover it up. And I think part of the problem is I'm, I'm using a a magnifier to to paint because they're they're very small and the detail and the level of the painting, when I'm looking at the magnifier, I, I forget and think that's just what it looks like but then you take it away and realize you can't see like almost any of what you just did <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> i just done you know yeah <laughs> okay well, when it's like a foot away the detail mm. is much different and then when i'm mm. when they're playing on the board the board is big and it's like mm. two Three, I have to reach pretty far across the table to move any of the figures, and you can't see any of the details at that distance. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, ideally, I could, you know, cut back on some of the effort that I'm putting in, but that's that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just going to do the same thing. I'm doing. <laughs> What's that? Be? I mean, you spent enough enough money on it. You, uh, you yeah, for sure. I want them to invest the nice. time as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and thankfully, I mean, I'm not like mine. I'll spend like yeah. forever on it. Uh, it'll it'll take a long. Well, it takes you know, I think it took about ten minutes initially to put the fig- when I'm just gluing them together until I got more comfortable yeah, with yeah. what I was doing, and then it you know that put that down to like three or four minutes. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, I've I've used up all the easy to put together ones, and so now I have, yeah. <laughs> I have like the phoenix, which is a bazillion parts. I think it's like three sprues just oh. for the phoenix. Wow. The forty different tiny tiny hands you have to. Glue you have to it. Yeah, and I have to find some way to hold them while I'm gluing it. I don't know. Yeah, a pair of tweezers might work if you get one above and below uh, where you're gluing it in. Yeah, and I have. Like a um, <laughs> I also have. Uh, <laughs> it's not a. It's kind of like a crochet thing. It's whatever. It's a metal thing that pulls mm-hmm. out threads. Like if you're lifting them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's pretty small, so I've been using that to either 
repuncture um, dried out paint tips on the uh, on the paint pots mm-hmm. uh, or hold stuff in place. It's a, a jury rig. <laughs> I almost <laughs> used the clippers, but then I realized I was going to scratch the plastic or accidentally cut yeah, something that I didn't want to then. do. Yeah, I should get some more tools, but that's again, it's an investment. It's paint, man, paint just went up in price. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be like five dollars <laughs> a paint pot. You know, I'm yeah, being a little yeah. bit facetious. It's not exactly five, but it's not a whole lot less either. <laughs> yeah, and cheap. Ah, well, there you go. That's what that's, been up to. Yeah, that's Cameron, that. what are you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> I can see him going off on. I said the fabled words "Kingdom Death Monster." You can see his eyes light up. I could, I could see it through the internet here. <laughs> yeah, so we've been up to Cameron. Um, yeah, not much, not much. Uh, it's just another normal week. Uh, although I'm going to go over this. Not like to. I'm not going to take my time too much with this because I will be sending this in great detail to the Salt Report. <laughs> a previous owner of the house I live in mm. used untreated pine to fix part of the roof. When we got termites a few years back and thought we got rid of said termites, we did not get rid of them. They moved three and a half feet up from where they originally were without leaving a trace. And now most most of the front front of the house appears to be about to lose the ceiling. <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just really awkward. It's like most of the garage, we're definitely going to take the ceiling out and the the ceiling for our sort of it, it was initially a living room that was the very front room of the house but we use it as a music studio because myself Ooh. my mother and my sister all teach violin at the house oh there we go there's an we interesting can't... fact i didn't know that i, yeah, I know you, yeah. i knew obviously you're involved in music with your sister and mother as well ah yeah okay. yeah uh, my mom got us all into a young age but um yeah no so we can't use our music studio room because the ceiling's unstable <laughs> And, you know, like literally chunks of it are like falling out every now and again. And so we've had a guy around all day putting traps all around the house to hopefully permanently bait out the termites. And then it's just going to be a big, long repair job. And also there are about 40 people I didn't know at the house today because we're doing a rehearsal for a concert we're doing next week. So 20-odd kids and 20-odd parents just kind of running around the house for three and a half hours. So that was a bit draining. (laughs) It always seems like you're fighting nature. Yeah, I think it's about right. Yeah, it's a very Australian thing. Uh, um, I mean, in lighter news, I got Assassin's Creed Origins for about 20 bucks off, and nice. it's really good. Yeah, it looks I'm good. Fun, what are crocodiles? <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> I didn't realize they were crocodiles. <laughs> well, it, from what I'm, the vibe I'm getting from that game is that a lot of people say it's a really good game to get lost in, just to go mm. and explore, even if. Oh, yeah. Even, you don't have to be literally assassinating people all the time. Yeah, yeah, no. So, um, what is it? They've got they've got the city of Alexandria and everything, and they've got like the library of Alexandria, which is a big history thing. You know, it got burned down, and we probably mm. if it hadn't, we might have not gone through the Dark Ages and everything. Uh, but there's a giant lake area just outside of there, and I was just sailing around on a little fishing boat for like a good hour, checking out little islands and little nooks and crannies, until I accidentally ran over a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> and then I learned there are crocodiles in the game, and I learned that there's never one crocodile. There's always about fifteen. <laughs> of course, just like in real life. Yeah, just like okay. in real life. Yeah, um, and isn't there hippos as well? Uh, yeah, there are hippos. Nice. Uh, those are intimidating. Uh, you know, you always hear about hippos run really, really fast on land, mm-hmm. but you don't 
really get a sense for it until one starts running at your character's like, oh, okay, I've got time to line up a couple of shots, and you don't have time to line up a couple of shots because you've just been killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, they supposed to be the most dangerous land mammal, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They're incredibly dangerous. Which, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they've, ac- they've accurately represented the hippo, no complaints nice. there. <laughs> nice, can't go up and give them a cuddle then, I take it. No, uh, no. unfortunately, oh, that's so cute, shame. but so deadly. Cool. cool. Yeah, but uh, that, that's been my week. Right, fighting hippos and fighting termites. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Two great battles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I haven't really had a chance to do that much this week because, like I said, I've had a bit of a stressful week at work, so I've been a bit mm. knackered when I get home. But I've, um, I'm working my way through the DLC of Horizon Zero Dawn at the moment. Ooh. Beautiful, I must say. I mean, yeah. the, the main game's beautiful, but mm. obviously this was set in a... Uh, you know, I see frozen, see called the frozen wilds, um, and mm. it's, it's really good. It's they've got it's it's standard DLC fodder, really. You know, it's one of yeah. those where it's a new area, new weapons, a few new enemies, a few new quests. Mm. You know, so it's not it's not uh, breaking the mold really, but it's one of those if you if you love the original game, you're going to love this. It's just you know, I've worked because I completed it well about a yeah, month yeah. or so ago. Yeah. The original game, so I just sort of just carried on really and it's really good because I've got to that point in the game now where I'm just proper badass, really. I'm just, you know, every, I'm just taking them down easily. I'm just taking them down my spear now where it's, before it was just sniping away all the time. So, yeah, no, it's really really good. And like I said, for anyone that's got the main game, it's definitely worth playing the DLC. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. good to hear because I mm. loved that game so much. It was so good. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, it, for me at the moment, it's gonna it's my potential game of the year, that or near automata one mm-hmm. of those two are my game of the year but i think horizon is just about just edging it i think at the moment mm-hmm. so yeah so that's it and then, like i said to you before this show i'm buying too much well i'm forty thousand models on ebay it's it's really yeah. annoying because i've there i'm looking at my bank balance and i'm like i really <laughs> <laughs> i really shouldn't be spending this money but yeah yeah, you know, and it's, especially on eBay, it's terrible because you look at it. You yeah. Think, oh, yeah, but it's so cheap, and I made. I'm, if I don't buy it, I'm not going to get it that cheap, and <laughs> I just buy it. And yeah, it's almost payday. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was lucky enough to pick something that I actually turned out to have a bunch of models for already, so I don't need to buy that nice. much. Nice. Although nice. I got to say, because I picked Gene Sealer Cult, they can take Imperial Guard or Astro Militar and whatever they're called now as detachments. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's what's stopping me from buying a Bane blade and just slapping a cult icon on it? Yeah, that's well, that's it. They <laughs> you've got a, you've got a ready-made extension, haven't you, of your army? Really, yeah. just by, by yeah, taking the Imperial Guard stuff. I mean, that's yeah, sort of but... how the um, the Chaos Space Marines used to roll back in the day. Mm-hmm. You just take, mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid, I'd buy Space Marines, get undead from Warhammer Fantasy, and just stick a load yeah. of skulls. And go, yep, there we yeah, go. Yeah, Space there Marines. You go. <laughs> it worked yeah. until and now they look really badass like i said like i said to you i'm mm. i'm buying quite a bit of death guard at the moment to be my first army to build but yeah i'm gonna invest a lot of time in that that's gonna be my new hobby <laughs> or resurrecting yeah. an old hobby uh yeah, for next year like you know? <laughs> we do like our miniatures it's almost like we should do a spin-off show about them i don't know yeah you know, we could that. we could call it a mini dear mini that's an idea you never would have thought idea. of that Good idea, huh? Yeah, mm. definitely. Never, I, I never would have ever seen that in our uh, Twitter discussions. You know, in no, our direct messages. No, never is, ever heard totally of that. On, 
totally organic totally idea. Totally at the moment. Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Something new in the pipeline that's going on? Yeah. Hmm. Hot oh, hot this we yeah. already copyrighted it? Yeah. I'll just see right we've got a trademark on Mini Deer yeah, Mini. Yeah, we can do Mini. Yeah. We can do Mini Deer Mini. We talk about miniatures. We could have a, a slight, for the, I know, when we do the show, we could have a slightly different logo. Yeah. 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 Someone, um, someone should work on a logo. Yeah. On an idea. Yeah. You know Especially what? maybe do it in the fonts of, uh, mm. of some of our favorite, you know, miniature yeah. games. Yeah. I mm. could. Okay. And uh, this is a long shot. I could open up commissions for anyone who wanted a unique miniature representing one of the hosts of the show. <gasps> build and paint that and send it out to you for a low, low price of probably about 20 bucks. That's an idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Can you, can you, can, can you paint Dave with a smile on? That'd be good. I'm not, the brush may rebel against that. I'm not sure if the brush would allow that. <laughs> You're going to need like <laughs> yeah. a really tiny brush. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've, I've, I've got a dwarf head with a fantastic big beard on it that would be such a good Dave head. Dave, do you wear helmets? I, I could wear a helmet, I suppose. As long as you can tell that I'm bald under the helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I gotta keep warm in the winter, you know? A beard and a helmet. That's how I roll. <laughs> I love why you just your family would say, Dave, why are you wearing a helmet? Because the internet told me I had to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's cold. It's mm. cold, yeah. It's cold. I'm um, now maybe I want I'm the edge of fashion. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. See, it's now because you, you're working in a sports shop, Dave. This is what's happening. It's getting you um, up to date with your fashion game. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ah, there we go. Yes. Mm. Cool. Right. Okay, I think we better talk about monsters. Actually, yeah. Whoa, whoa! You almost, let you me, almost let missed your own segment. <laughs> wow! Whoa! God! Thank goodness I'm sitting down. Cool. Yeah, oh, don't want you breathing now after that. God. Oh, heart skipped a beat there. That must mean it was the best time of the show. It's time for Monster Monster presents Yokai of the Week. Yay! Yokai of the week time! Yay! Yes! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! And this one's a sequel. This is a, yeah. we're, we're doing the second part of K. K two. Uh, K, yeah. Um, we didn't even we couldn't even remember what we were going to say for K last week. We were struggling. Uh, no, um, this is this is K for um, K for Killua, my favorite hunter hunter character. Don't yeah, fight me. There we go. <laughs> There we go. So, uh, for people unfamiliar with this part of the show, which by this time, how can you not be? Because this is what you're tuning in for, really. Um, we're going to roll some dice. Um, Dave's going to do it rather aggressively, depending on <laughs> what mood he's in. Um, and then we're going to talk about a random yokai. So, on it, Dave, roll them. Oh, that was aggressive. Eighteen. Count along with us, listeners. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 18. 18. Uh, Kudan? Ah. Hmm. Kudan, a, a cow with a human face. Oh, he's got his own page. He's hey, a that's always, that's always a good start. Yeah. Oh, that's a 
fancy picture. Yeah. Yeah. Very and handsome. Kudan literally translates to matter or mm. human faced bovine is a yokai yeah. which became widely known through Japan during the first half of the 19th century. He looks pretty dapper, doesn't he? He's literally a cow with a human face. Yes. It looks like but the, why? the kanji is literally like person and then cow. So, yeah. Yep. Cow man, <laughs> <Yeah>. man, cow. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, there's other stuff going on. Oh, there's... I said that and then it explains it, but... Yeah, in the etymology. Yeah. Mine was <laughs> from my own brain. Not... <laughs> Just because you're smarter you're a machine, than Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's yeah. compare to a minotaur. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, traditionally depicted as having the head of a human and the body of a bovine, subsequent depictions have occasionally switched these elements and placed the head of a bovine onto the body of a human, similar to a minotaur. Ah, there you go. It's under appearance. You'd rather be a minotaur. You'd rather be a minotaur, though. I think. Than, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, would but you? the other one looks more know, original. The other one looks <laughs> more original, <laughs> but true. true. But but it can't play Call of Duty. No, exactly. Which <laughs> it doesn't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets really irate when the next Call of Duty com- comes out every year. Mm. But I can't play it. <laughs> I, can just- I don't. I don't know if they'll make it. Um, mm. So, so I guess we'll look at the, a little bit of the lore here. The most widespread yeah. interpretation of the Kudan comes from the Edo period. Which, in which it is described as a creature which, despite being born from a cow, has the ability to use human speech. That's not freaky. Um, the creatures invariably die just a few short days after their birth, yet in that time they are said to coincide with some major event. So there's sort of a portent, I guess, or a sign. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. these events bring various misfortunes, such as poor crop harvest, natural disasters, or sickness. Only for the Kadan to die when the event has come to pass. So it's like a harbinger, but yeah. at the same time. Mm. I wonder if it's when it's talking, it's not like say something about like the poor crop harvest or you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. no. More rice. You will lose your wallet. <laughs> There's your misfortune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are also said to issue prophecies of things to come. These prophecies typically depict <laughs> well, you such as war. Your wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it's not like a Kadam was rumored to have predicted <clears throat> Japan's defeat during World War Two, Dave. Uh, oh, never mind. Oh, oh, it was. Never mind. It was. <laughs> But they're still used uh, for talismans and good luck charms due to their association oh. with honesty, which oh. I guess they are they are always honest about bad stuff's going to happen. So I guess that's a fair <laughs> association. Yeah. yeah, they don't sugarcoat it, do they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's mm. your uh, war of, well, roughly war of 1911. So I guess after the, mm. the Meiji Restoration, a Nagoya newspaper reported a sighting of the Kudan. According to the article, a calf had been born with a human face a decade before in a farmhouse on the Goto Islands. It reported that it died. Oh, I guess the the not the not the calf, but the article uh, reported that it died. 
<laughs> but they, they can talk. So <laughs> confuse me. <laughs> okay, okay. So the article said it died only 31 days. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, can you imagine how different the ring would be with one of these? Seven days. Seven days. <laughs> it's actually that's more frightening than Samara Sam or Saragon. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I guess on a tangent that reminds me of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, where it's the dog with the dude's <laughs> face, the bearded guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's like a boxer, but it has a um, yeah. Do- uh, yeah. a mask on. That that's like the most mm. horrifying part of that movie. Um, oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm I'm good. Uh, <laughs> days. So the the oh, article wrote, said that the um, calf died 31 days after its birth and had prophesied a war between Japan and Russia. Uh, huh. The calf right. was later stuffed and put on display. Um, <laughs> but the museum, uh, well, the museum has since closed, and the calf's whereabouts are unknown. So that sounds anecdotal <laughs> to me. <laughs> we had okay, yeah, guys. Well, we had the calf with a human face, but it, uh, we lost it. Uh, we just we had to shut down. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, it was also in Nagasaki, so I can see why they may have lost it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> fair I play. Love the fact that it, it seems like its only purpose was to just be born for a month, and then it, it says there's going to be a war between Japan and Russia, and then, and then it dies, and then. And, and then they just treat it by stuffing it and put it in a museum. <laughs> it's just so bad. Oh, oh that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, that is great. Oh, and then we have this a uh, Lafcadio Hearn entry. So uh, everyone's not favorite, but I guess contested uh, mm-hmm. drafter of mythologies from in Japan. Um, he mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, these stuffed kudan in spectacle huts. So I guess sort of like a uh, yeah. uh, traveling menagerie or um, cabinet of yeah. curiosities. Um, his entertainers would spread rumors of the kudan legend. And uh, according to a report from the, or from Hokitooki um, report <laughs> by Hearn. Uh, a traveling entertainer in 1892 brought a stuffed kudan aboard a ship bound for Mihonoseki. Uh, however, due to the unholy nature of the beast, the gods sent strong winds as punishment and the ship was unable to land. Yeah, so mm. these guys are yeah. like mm. an ill, an ill omen. Mm. Uh, I said, <laughs> even, uh, when, the, I said, even when the taxidermied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This didn't really help. Um, and then, I guess, originally, it could have also been um, portrayed as a benevolent wish-granting creature. Uh, but that um, mm. that was dispensed with in favor of the wartime prophecies. So, yeah, this is uh, for something I've, I've never heard uh, of this, but it seems to be pretty prevalent yeah. in the culture of the time. This is... Sounds it, yeah. This is a pretty great... This has got a pretty great prophecy. Hold on. <clears throat> Soon there will be a great war. You shall win, but you will later be struck down by plague. However, those who eat red beans and tie yarn around their wrists within three days of hearing this prophecy shall not fall sick. <laughs> that is getting very specific. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's he's trying to dare them to do it. Like he's like he's trying to show them something. Isn't he? He's like, yeah, I'll just get him to tie yarn around their wrists. Ah, this will be a good laugh. Mm. <laughs> Three days. Three yeah. days. Well, even in that entry, it's not quite um, as impactful. No, it's not. It's not as, seven days is it's iconic. Um, yeah, but it looks like the content oh, yeah. of that rumor changed, and the the deliverer mm. of that prophecy was attributed to a snake headed beast. Sent by the deity of the okay. Sua Grand Shrine, um, uh, Misaguchi. So that's that's kind of interesting and um, lines up with a. Who did we cover? We covered one a few episodes ago, where the now I've, now I've forgotten which <laughs> yokai it was, but it has switched between. <laughs> um, oh, oh! It was the uh, the the. the Badger? Is it a badger? It's oh, the one that was oh, the, uh, um, or it was Tanuki. It, it was the it was a Tanuki variant. Yeah, the oh, stronger yeah, yeah. one. That, Character uh, Tanuki was, Character was given Tanuki. attribution to um, saying like a prophecy, but then it was it was set up to that it was lying instead, and so they killed it. Hmm. Well, there we go. I think that's <laughs> there's a little bit more on there, but we're probably uh, I think we've covered what we want to do with our bovine yeah. Yeah. buddy. Absolutely, <laughs> that was yokai of the week. See, we don't need we don't need to outsource our jingles. We can just get Cameron to do it. He's just on. You're on point, son. You can. I am a professional musician. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't She's expect just... anything less. Play it, play it for us. <laughs> so it's not digital. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, see, now, see, now I've got to go work that out after the show. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're ever evolving. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're always open to a new jingle. Live fully. Mm. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about the star of our show. Let's... Um, mm. The Kudan. We, no, that's not right. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, he, he's always going to be the star of our show. He's, he's there. He's... Seven days. Seven days. Anyway. <laughs> right. Today's, or this episode, we are going to be covering the 2008 film Cloverfield. If anyone remembers that film. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so um, Dave, what does um, Wikipedia have to say about Cloverfield? Uh, well, it's a found footage monster horror film. Uh, yeah, that mm-hmm. pretty much says all we need to know. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah. it was <laughs> produced by J.J. Abrams and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. directed by Matt Reeves, who didn't direct the yep. side no. projects for good or no. ill, I guess. Yeah, because this had a kind of very elaborate ARG around it, didn't it? They did, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I was watching videos about that today, actually. Yeah, I, I must admit, I didn't know anything about that. In sports. It's um alternate reality game, isn't it? ARG. Yeah, uh, something like that. Augmented. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it was sort of, it was about the year or so before the, mm. the film. So 2007, they started building an official, well, what was... Looked like an official website for yeah. um, for a, a Japanese company. yeah Japanese company 
who yeah. I can't remember Tagarato. Yeah. Tagarato. Yeah. They um yeah, they they were I think they started in sort of nineteen forty five and then they like I said they were an oil company and then they ended up branching out. So they were building mm. oil rigs and then they started getting involved with uh, other yeah, other other companies, so I think sort of branching off and then eventually they I think their most prominent one was Slusho. Slusho, their Slusho, uh, yeah. yeah. their en- energy drink. <laughs> which I didn't think yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the com- yeah, so basically, they they started building this sort of. Well, it was a build up, wasn't it, to to, yeah, to the yeah. film, which I think you either were privy to or not, because I, like I said, it, I didn't know anything about this at the time. Yeah, I think the first time I saw Cloverfield or anything to do with it was um, they started showing the trailers when the first Transformers movie was out. So that's, uh, yeah. for a lot of people, that was the first time of seeing it. Whereas yeah. I think for a lot of people. You know, I think in this day and age, if they had done it, it would have been a lot more prominent. You know, now that social media and everything is yeah, a lot it's, more, it's bigger. It's well, they bigger. were trying yeah. to use yeah. it. They set up, um, hmm. not yeah. MySpace. Uh, let me it was yeah, MySpace. it was MySpace. It was MySpace. Yeah. MySpace. Yeah. MySpace. Yeah, it was. For yeah, all the um, the main characters of the characters. Mm. And yeah. for a year, those pages all interacted with each other <laughs> as if they were actual friends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which is the craziest detail. They had some intern just working 24-7, probably. <laughs> just probably. interacting with himself on eight different MySpace accounts. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? It's, no, I think I think it's a really good idea, but I, like, mm, it's, I think it's just a shame yeah. a lot of people probably weren't in the know about it, because no, you know, I no. suppose for a lot of people, you, you probably wouldn't. Um, but I know, I think that's quite an original way of doing it. And it, it was, I suppose... It was one of those films that, because obviously, because it's a found footage movie, which is a bit hit or miss for a lot of people. I think it it's one of those that sort of came a bit out of nowhere. Because I suppose for most people, the the most famous found footage film would be probably the Blair Witch Project, which was back in nineteen ninety nine, I believe. Yeah. And you know, so you're talking almost yeah, you know, almost ten years afterwards, this sort of movie came out, which. You know, I suppose they they are few and far between, and I suppose they, from their perspective, they probably thought, right, okay, let's give this format another go. And I think in the actual end, it does work for this type of movie. It, you know, whereas I think for other movies, it, it doesn't really have that as much of a place. Um, I mean, well, Cameron, what was your sort of initial thoughts on the movie? You know, well, what would you, what did you think of it? I should say. <laughs> Um, yeah, overall, I quite like it. Like, found footage is generally something I tend to, like, I, I don't dislike it, I don't like it. Overall, it's yeah. kind of a neutral style for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, uh, it's not a super long movie, fortunately, because, uh, I feel that would be really tedious if it were much longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I like the, I like the creature and the other creatures available, um, I stated in the pre-show that one of the three great monsters of this film, however, is whoever was holding the camera during 90% of the filming, <laughs> which found footage is fine, but I want the protagonist holding the camera to have an arm of steel. Yeah. If they have tetanus, <laughs> if they have tetanus and have like locked joints, even better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I think it's, I think it's a decent movie. It's not like incredible, but it's no, it's pretty good. 
<laughs> there we go. That sums it up. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I wouldn't disagree with that, actually. I, I, interesting fact you say about the, uh, the the sort of length of the movie. The the running time of the movie is a, a give or take, if you take the credits off, it's about 80 minutes, which is mm. the length of a long-running mini DV tape, which is what would have been... Yeah you know, the sort of what would have been used oh, for camcorders, but so they've deliberately done it. Well, I say deliberately. I think they've tied it in that it's around the same sort of length. But then, yeah. then looking at it, Blair Witch was about an hour and 21 minutes. So, you know, they're, cause I suppose there's only so much you can take <laughs> the camera bobbing up and down all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's fair enough. Um, what was your thoughts on it, Dave? Uh, I, I liked it and I hadn't seen it since the theater. Like, I, I thought mm-hmm. I had watched it in the interim, but I guess not. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was nice <laughs> to see this basically with a, with a fresh pair of eyes. Um, the the camera work itself really didn't bother me. I think what what got me was the first, like, 20 minutes was just dragging. It's going so slow. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's investing you as well as it can, you know, in these characters. And that's, that's what it spent the time doing. And... Um, as we will uh, get into, this is basically a, a kaiju film, and it is. Uh, yeah. It shows his hand a little early, uh, as far as that goes. Um, if we're looking at like the you know traditional uh, Godzilla formula, you get g- glimpses, and then it's the full you know payoff toward the end of the film, and this, this sort of tries to ape yeah. that, but. Uh, mm-hmm. deals you know since we're dealing specifically on such a small human scale and we're not looking at really the widespread picture of chaos we're getting just an idea of that but it's just what's going on with this little group um the movie yeah. it, it works it's effective you know it works for that and uh yeah i mean i enjoyed it but i think it's that same it was it was good not great it's not a film that i would return yeah. to um outside of what we're doing but what it does mm. is get me interested in the the larger world that this is setting up and i'm interested yeah, in what's definitely. going on outside of just the specific um manhattan incident which we'll take a little bit of a look at later yeah 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 yeah. No, I think that's a fair summary. I think I would agree with you guys. Where, like I said, it's it's decent, it's good, but it's not fantastic. It's I, I saw it. I think yeah, originally at the when it first came out in the cinema because I I think for me it was a, a slight disappointment because in some ways because I remember always seeing that trailer where you see the head of the Statue of Liberty being thrown down the street and I thought yeah. wow I've got to see this movie. This looks great. Just you know because. I must admit, I like any film or any, especially monster movies, where something, you know, something prominent like the Statue of Liberty, Mm. which is considered untouchable, is, you know, is damaged or taken out. Anything like where something you think is sacred, you know, is is damaged. I thought it was, oh, great, I've got to see this movie. And a bit like you, Dave, I think that the first 20 minutes when you're getting to know the gang that's going to be in it, you know, it's it's a leaving party for, is it Rob? I think the yeah. names all seem interchangeable. Um, they, <laughs> Rob, you know, he's leaving parties, going to Japan, and you know, obviously, he's been seeing this girl, and you know, they're all saying bye to him. It, it. I mean, it sets it sets the scene well. Like, you know, I think it serves a purpose, but ultimately, it's a bit. But when you're there wanting to see a, mu- a monster movie, you're like, just get on with it. Just come on, 
Where's the monster? I mean, luckily, it then hits hard. <laughs> I think that I think that's one of the best bits actually is when you when they're outside and you you know that very first you know earthquake because I, I mean, luckily, I I watched it again recently or well, this week and my sound bar just went crazy <laughs> by my TV. Just went, all the bass just went mental <laughs> when the earthquake hit. You know, it, it does pro- properly throw you into it, which is good. It's almost like it is worth waiting the twenty minutes to. Um, uh, to get to the meat of it, but no, it's it, like you, Dave. I agree. I think that it's it's one of those where the universe is probably more interesting than the actual this individual movie, but just by itself. Um, I mean that. I mean, obviously, the 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 main part of this movie is the monster itself, which is well, it depends which way you look at it. It's, sometimes it's called Clover. Sometimes it's called Cloverfield. What's your what's what are your guys' <laughs> official verdict on it? Is it Clover or Cloverfield? Clover. Clover. Big bastard. Big bastard. Right, okay. Yeah. That's that, that's to his friends. Big baby. <laughs> big bastard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, JJ Abrams says it's just a big old baby. And I don't know. Yeah. It seems a bit mean spirited for that. Yeah. Well that's what but that sort of sums it up though, doesn't it? He's actually in the context of it, he is actually a baby kaiju mm. that's yeah. that's grown far too big. Or it's grown a lot quicker than it should have done, what, whatever mm. that's compared to. Because I don't, obviously we don't know exactly how what size it should be for the age it is. But if you sort of look into the the greater universe of it, um, it that's where it relates to um, seabed nectar. I was reading, yes. that it's the um, which is the secret ingredient in slusho, slusho. Everyone's favourite energy drink. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, th- I think that's really cool, like, the, that sort of, uh, that background on it. I think that's, it's quite different, yeah. actually, rather than just being where, like a lot of movies, or especially like the Godzilla ones, where he's just eating old nuclear waste down the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. He's down the bottom of the ocean, but he's eating seabed nectar, which yeah. I think ties in quite nicely. I mean, what do you think of it, Cameron? Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, it's something that you really don't get in the movie. <laughs> um, a lot of yeah, a lot true. of this is sort of outside information, but there's there's a lot of love and care put into all this presentation of this sort of outside information. I know it's God. It's just like, I wish it was in the movie. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm back in Destiny One. I wish the Grimoire was in the <laughs> game. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, but th- there's cool stuff. Uh, it's interesting that, yeah, it's not like the traditional, oh, you know, um, man-made artificial whatever is ruining everything. Like, no, this is just weird stuff that forms under lots of pressure and cold temperatures. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the um, the seabed nectar entry on the fandom wiki and uh, Discovery. Some time ago, the drink-loving Noriko Yoshida set out to find the best, most tastiest ingredient and disappeared on this search. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I think that's. I think news. yeah, if you, I think there's a video um, where it talks about one of the um, original, or I think the original oil rig, which was built, mm. I think, in the early '90s, which yeah. is actually turns out to be a fake oil rig, and it's actually mm. was going to be used for them to find the monster. So it depends. I don't know the context of that though. I don't, in the sense that I don't know if that's the monster in question, i.e., Clover, or if it's a parent monster. It doesn't, you know, I, I don't think know it's the parent monster. Or, 
Um, oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what they did was this cross media tie, and it's not just the um, uh, Tagurato, um company page. Mm. Thing. There, there's there was a specific um, manga that was done, Cloverfield Kishin, um, which okay uh, was a one. Is it? It's a couple of volumes, I think. Um, oh, it's mm. four chapters, so it's a it's okay. sort of a mini story. And what that does is um, show the sort of the genesis, at least a little, you know, as much as they're willing to show uh, of these monsters and mm-hmm. the parent creature, which eventually is it's not it's not defeated. It just decides to mm. not uh, just become peaceful by itself. Um, but oh, okay. the, the, yeah. um, the chapters end with that, uh, um, ominous, uh, panel of eggs, like on the seabed. And yeah, one of yeah. those is our, our clover, or at least it's, you know, led to, led to <laughs> boy clover. Yeah. <laughs> clover, clover, come back in from them fields. Yeah, Time for your nectar. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, he's he's also called, or the American government call him LSA, which is large scale aggressor. Which mm. I suppose could apply the, to a lot uh, of things. The uh, Uma from um, Godzilla. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love our ac- acronyms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, there's a, there's a few in this one. Um, yeah, so they they call him the large scale aggressor, which I suppose them because I suppose to be fair, the you're led to believe that the American government has no real context of of Clover. They don't. You know, they don't. Just, they have no idea what's nope. going on, and um, no, are also like uh, horribly um, ineffective at <laughs> doing any sort of damage to uh, this particular <laughs> yeah. creature. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and that's explained as this thing's lived on literally the bottom of the ocean floor. If some of the extra material is to believe, like over six miles or ten kilometers down, yep, uh, it's it's got very, very, very thick pressure resistant skin. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got high tolerance to heat, to cold, to everything. Really, yeah, it's mm. he's a tough old boy or tough he's young boy, strong baby. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Oh, coming in again there um, <laughs> yeah he's um well i think that size wise he's well there's a few different takes i mean the one i got was he's about 270 feet tall but i've seen i've seen about 300 odd as well depends which yeah. source you get it from but yeah he's he's, he's in that scale he's huge um yeah and he's about 1200 feet in length so he's even huger mm. <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got that long long tail as well yeah. as everything else yeah. exactly so i think he on the scale he would be bigger than our 2014 godzilla i think quite and i think would he be bigger than shin godzilla Can't remember mm, being he should because this, since yeah. this is the infinite um stage uh it's also implied mm. that because of it it's longer arms and shorter hind legs that it's um potentially bipedal so it could just actually be crawling yeah. and could stand up which would yeah. make yeah. it a lot yeah. taller than, uh, than that yeah that's uh, really that's scary under the um the estimated measurements on the wiki i'm looking at we've got height quadruped and height standing upright uh quadruped mm-hmm. is 240 to 300 feet yeah and then standing upright is about 350 
Wow. Yeah. So yeah. That's imposing. <laughs> yeah. He's a big old boy with some yeah. creepy yeah. belly tentacles. Yeah. Those are those are his esophagi. <laughs> Esophagus yeah. is how we pronounce. Yeah, it. Mm. yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know actually. Yeah, esophagus. Esophagus. Yeah, is... I guess that's not a that's not yeah. a phrase you would ever need to use. No, know, I've never think I've ever, ever said that word. Esophagus. I mean, plural. <laughs> yeah, you normally only have one. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But I mean, I mean, for a big creature, he's actually very mobile. Though, I mean, he's actually. I think it, it alludes to him because he's an infant. He's actually. Mm. He's very dexterous as well, for, you know, because he's, oh, he's yeah. his front front legs are triple jointed, so he, mm. he can he all can all, you know consider his size. He can almost turn on the spot very quickly, which yeah. again makes him very yeah. dangerous. Which again you see in the movie where he's as he's moving around because he mm. he's he's like 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 we said because he's an infant. He's he's afraid and lonely, isn't he? Right? He's just he's just yeah. in, a, in an unknown environment in in New York, and he just. He's just thrashing around. He just doesn't. He just doesn't know. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't know why, what's going on. And he's just. Like I said he's not innately evil. Well, we're not led to believe he's innately evil. No, he's, he's not just attacking anything. He's just like panicking. No, he's just lost. He's just panicking. Yeah. Where am yeah. I, <laughs> mummy? <laughs> it's uh, just a yeah, three hundred foot baby. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah and, and he's got a lot of power behind him. He, again, whether this is correct, but he, I read that he's six. 6,000 metric tons in weight. Yeah, something so, around there. So he's, uh, yeah, he's a, he's well as a big boy, he's a heavy boy as well. And as we yeah. see, he just thrashes through buildings like nobody's yeah, business. Yeah, he's just bumping them and crushing things. Yeah, mm. exactly. He's just, he's steamrolling through things. Now, when it comes to the Statue of Liberty, which I mentioned earlier, now he, obviously that, that from a cinematic point of view, it be done mm. for a lot of effects but obviously are we sort of thinking that it's because he tries to eat it and he can't <laughs> yeah it, you know well, i presume that was the take on you know that he's obviously just trying to eat it it's not edible so he just you know throws that's away the head into stuff in disgust yeah, <laughs> yeah. i yeah, won't I see that's... bed nectar <laughs> where's my slusho <laughs> yeah slusho please <laughs> So yeah, okay. So yeah, that's sort of the take on that. Um, yeah, he's also got a. I think you not that you see. You only see it a bit, but I think he's got a trifork tail as well. Show me if I put a picture up, so I can actually remember what he looks like. <laughs> I'm just doing this from note form. At the moment. <laughs> mm. Oh, dude. yeah. Well, this no, is instance where, as the viewer, we're never really treated to a full body shot of mm. the monster no it's we're really not. just like you see his face and his belly and a tail and a, a leg yeah you know, he's, he's so big yeah. and we're looking at this through a handheld you know camera you know we're not getting yeah. a full mm. like mm. aerial um shot yeah. of the monster toward, shot. Yeah. toward the end but then he's covered in uh explosions and smoke so yeah, and I, I'm imagining that's also helping. They're basically, you know, computer generating this this thing, and uh, it's yeah. easier to oh, obscure yeah. it than not. Yeah, I know. At the same time, that's one of the things that makes me not like this movie so much is there's never that great payoff where you're just like, oh, there's the entire monster. Hello. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, and we'll think, see, we'll see that effect, I think, in the later films, too. To a yeah. worse degree. I mean... <laughs> um, oh, and then just... No, I, I, would, I, would, I would agree. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that so I'll just lean on what from Cameron just said. I think that that's the one sort of slight disappointment with this creature is you you don't see him do anything cool, if that's the right way of saying it. Because again, yeah. if we compare it to some of the films like we covered, like when we covered Shin Godzilla, he you know the, the, the you know his fire breath, his light show on his back, you know there's like <laughs> yes, well you know but it's, no, I'm not necessarily criticizing Clover, but it's just he doesn't do anything. Just yeah. apart from just thrashing just around baby. buildings, you know, isn't? Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw just him. watching no a baby crawl around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, the context is fine. It's just that it's like, oh, there's never that killer moment where you're like, yes, that's an awesome attack or that's a you know awesome scene. It's, yeah. Again, I think the best scene is the you know from concerning him is when he's like I said he throws the head of the Statue of Liberty, but. That was just him throwing a tantrum. <laughs> so, well, well, someone, someone out there has, has a baby. Let's put him in a little miniature city. Come on, baby, do something cool. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop eating Where's the your lasers. <laughs> That's not a laser. Yeah, sorry, I must have high expectations of these kaiju. But the problem is because we've covered all these other. They've always got really cool things that they do. It's like Cloverfield mm. is a bit. A bit, yeah. Um, oh, again, he's it's it's fine because, it, it, like you said, because he's a a thrashing infant, it makes perfect yeah. sense. It's just like it's just I think there's a shame that he couldn't have done something like he's just evolved. You know, he's evolved an attack, and he just you know mm. just throws a few lasers out there. You know, you just want to watch Shin Godzilla again. I'm, I'm just I, <laughs> he's constantly yes. evolving. <laughs> yeah. What's he gonna do now? That's why. It's, that's why he he's could, the best. Kaiju. He could fly. He could fly across <laughs> the world. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, That's the thing. Whereas this one, I was just saying, go on, just give me a little laser. I'm a, I'm a laser whore. So it's, it's yeah. just, you know. All he has is puffy <laughs> eye sacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, here's a little, uh, I guess, since we're supposed to be doing origins. Um, the manga has it that the, uh, um, the monster is originally known. Uh, it's a, Tigrato experiment um, called the Splinter of oh. Amnion, and there's a strange oh, okay. cult that refers to the monster as God's vestige, so remnants, I guess. <laughs> um, but what they do is they fuse <laughs> the monster's DNA um, into uh, a young lad by the name of uh, Kishin, and they want they're using him or ostensibly they want him to be able to control the monster um as, mm. a, as a sort of in, in what way host. Uh, mentally he's like oh, okay. mentally well, connected to mentally it, right oh, okay um, right. i don't think he's supposed to ride on it and like control it but uh, no. apparently eventually the oh. monster does pick him <laughs> oh, up that would be cool and they fuse <laughs> to a degree and then he is controlling the monster and making it like attack bullies so it's kind of like never-ending story when uh, the, the boy is riding Falcor and scaring the bullies, but only this is riding a kaiju and Why would you use like a 350 foot monster to scare some bullies? Sounds like overkill. Uh, Japan. Because you can. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that's Boy. our history of it. And 
random Falcor reference. Random trivia. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, and then, I suppose we got to cover the second monster that's connected to Aussie mm. Clover, which is mm. the Parasites. Uh, or acronyms are coming out again. HSP, Human Scale Parasite. Yeah, that's stupid. Or, Sorry, it's a dumb acronym. Yeah. Or as I've heard, <laughs> or as I've heard them refer to, Red Lobster's Revenge. Red Lobster's <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> I've never... <laughs> that is great. Who said that? It was one of the theory videos I watched. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, it was one of the theory videos I watched. They're like, it was Red Lobster's Revenge. And I'm like, that's a very good name for these things. <laughs> Cameron, you can admit it was you if you come up with that name. It's fine. It wasn't me. Uh, I'm so not everyone over here keeps calling it this. <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> started it. <laughs> I didn't actually like... enter this into Google search like 500 times to make that the default <laughs> pop-up. <laughs> that is brilliant. That's like, that's like something... You know, Cameron, you know when last week mm. you were telling us about your... Um, Fucking spiders! Uh, oh, saying yeah. you have an. Are you sure it's not like when you're curry or something? Oh, I got a bit of the uh, red lobster's revenge. <laughs> are you sure it's not like that? <laughs> I'd be worried. I'd be worried if any seafood-based curry started snapping at me the way these things do. Well, <laughs> what you're telling me about the wildlife over there? I... <laughs> Look, it, it is true that if you pick up a shell on the beach, it may instantly kill you. That's yes. not even a lie. That's the thing that exists. It's called a cone shell. It's terrifying. Don't pick up shells on the beach. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just a snail with a harpoon gun. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it's just a snail with a harpoon Your snails have got harpoon guns. That says it all. <laughs> they have harpoon guns with neurotoxins toxic enough to kill humans within 30 minutes. Yeah. Why uh, is everything poisonous yeah. where you live? <laughs> this is not something like yeah. a good idea. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Dave, as an explanation, you know how the, the US and Russia had a Cold War, right? And there was this escalating arms race. At some point in Australian history, every other animal looked at every other animal and said, fuck, I've got to beat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it just hasn't stopped. No. Everything's venomous, or it's got claws, or it's got fangs, or it's got all three. <laughs> <laughs> It's just oh. a never-ending evolutionary arms race. <laughs> sounds, yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're really, back to yeah. parasites. It's a lovely place. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> back to parasites. So on a more pleasant topic, we're going to talk about these parasites yeah. that if they bite you, you explode. How's yeah, that? Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Have some of yeah. that. Like, uh... Yeah, that's that, bullshit. These things are... Mm, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These things are way scarier than Big Boy Clover, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I'll say they are actually. Big Boy Clover can't blow you up unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see that coming in the film. I must admit, because obviously, and I, I, that's where you felt sorry for poor Hud, because obviously he found mm. is it Marlen, Marlena? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously he's got a thing for her, and he literally had to watch her explode. But but I, I must admit that was good for even though obviously. It was for dramatic effect as well. I thought that was a really cool bit, actually, where she just goes into that tent and then just see, just mm-hmm. see the blood go boom on the outside. That was, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. But, yeah, they're nasty. They're nasty. Oh, I mean, mentally, the the worst part is the, um, like, the triage team. They're immediately, 
we, we've got a was it a they didn't call him a biter maybe just a, maybe they said biter mm. bite a bite something yeah it's not, um someone's yeah, been yeah, hit yeah. but they're mm-hmm. familiar with it like immediately mm-hmm. and the, yeah uh, we should build. the screen was just so blood didn't go everywhere <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 was it um isolation of victims in their final moments caution against initial fears of viral contamination the rapid containment of their bodies before inevitable combustion is also necessary for hygienic purposes. Yeah, wash your hands afterwards. <laughs> Guts all over you. Yeah. yeah. No. God. So imagine if Clover bit the Statue of Liberty and 20 minutes later, this happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, I imagine much it would be much quicker um, than 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah. Mm. True, true. Since those are parasites, it's not directly related to to Clover. Mm. Yeah, I'm presuming they were on him from when he was down in the ocean. Yeah, they they've just uh, they've just attached yeah. themselves, they hitched a ride it. from the yeah, yeah. They're literally like just fleas. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like sea louse, but bigger. Yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing that they managed to count how many he got. They had two thousand exactly. There you go. Right. <laughs> Just as he was leaving the the water, there was two thousand one. Like, no, <laughs> there's no room for you, mate. You can't count here. <laughs> there's only room for two thousand of us. Um, but yeah, they they end up being yeah compared to yeah it says there in the in the wiki actually the same weight and height as a dog. That's actually quite a good way of putting them. Actually, mm-hmm. I think in some ways, like I said, it makes them more scarier. The fact yeah. that like, I think we said. I think it was last, was it last week's episode where so. we were comparing we were comparing the the warrior bugs of Starship Troopers to yeah. if they were dog size. Yeah, how fortuitous! We didn't blame this. Yeah, dog. yeah. If they were, <laughs> you know, the size of dogs, they would be much more terrifying. And um, and here yeah. we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The size of dogs, and they added exploding venom. Fantastic. Well, it's almost like we yeah. planned uh, having this episode <laughs> directly after. Mm. Ah, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> it's a trick. We don't plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was like an organized adult, but it was schedule. me, Dio. Yeah. I yeah. remember what day of the week Dio. is. <laughs> yeah. I only know it's Saturday because uh, of the morning. And even that changes. Sometimes yeah. it's a Sunday. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sometimes it's. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> so. The, yeah, the parasite is a bit. He's, yeah, so it looks like a big flea with uh, mm. big pincers. It's got six spider-like legs. Lovely. Yep. Um, yep. And attack in a very rabid fashion. And also, they they like to be in quite uh, close little areas. I that's where they thrive mm. again. Like they attack the uh, the gang in the uh, in the underground. I, I must yeah. admit, at that point, that, that there's that funny bit that HUD comes out about flaming. Homeless people. I think that's one of my favorite lines during the whole movie, where he says, "About oh, do you remember a few years ago when there was rumored that homeless were being set set alight or something?" And then he's just like, "Oh, we may get a flame flaming homeless guy just come out of nowhere." That would have been cool, I must admit. But I mean, yeah, it's a monster movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the parasites. Uh, yeah, pr- nasty little buggers. Um, mm. it, I suppose does it actually say the. Is, the actual reason why they cause the, the victims to explode. Well, it says, it's, actually, it says here about a reaction in the parasite's saliva that accelerates the degenerative process in the victim. Hmm. Yeah, the explosion, that's, I think, is enough. like bloating, extreme. Yeah. 
uh, fluid bloating and yeah. fluid and yeah. grossness. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. start, she starts bleeding from her eyes mm. first. She's always yeah. a grim thing. <laughs> mm. Always looks nasty. Never, um, never a good sign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and they must not weigh too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their, their weight must be not uh, considerable because they can cling to all serve like the yeah. ceiling and What's, everything, yeah. which makes them it even more horrifying. Yeah. 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 And apparently they have uh, concentrated levels of the seabed nectar in their blood. Oh, mm. so they're delicious. Mmm. Yeah. Slusho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight from the source. It's slusho. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait, there's an exclamation. Slusho! Slusho! Yeah, there you go. You gotta, you gotta really put the emphasis. Yeah. Be excited when you talk about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. It's it's almost like it should be one of our sponsors. Monster, dear monster, sponsored by Slusho. We'd have to be part thing. of the uh, <laughs> We need to be part of the uh, JJ Abrams uh, wider ring of franchises since huh? Slusho was in yeah. like all of yeah. his projects in uh, Fringe, yeah, yeah. Um, Star Trek, and, mm. uh, yeah. Lost, yeah. something else. Uh, you heard it. You heard it here first. Cloverfield three will feature Spock. Uh, breaking <laughs> news: Did Spock die in Star Trek movies? I can't remember. I didn't go to see any of them. S- oh, <laughs> controversial! Did he? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, the old, old Spock did. Old Spock yeah. died. Yeah. Old Spock did, but so no, no, he didn't have any no, no, new Spock's still alive. Yeah, yeah. he's still alive because <laughs> he didn't have any slusher. <laughs> <Didn't have> sl- <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can uh, imagine now in a in a hospital bed in Vulcan, you know, they're going through all the supplies, they just can't find any slush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh dear. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so I suppose slusher may make seen. God Particle, which is going to be the third movie after mm. Ten, yeah, Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield. I think it comes out mm. in uh, February, which I need to see. Mm. It's next year. Yeah. Oh wow! It's, uh, I need it's, to watch it's, Ten before that. Then. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Um, I mean, we'll it's, cover it. Or... It's not the same kind mm. of movie. Good. No. So I'm yeah, hearing Hudson's not in control of the camera. No, uh, no, phone, on, no, no phone, no phone footage on I this didn't one. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> True, I know. A boy heard. <laughs> My boy. But, but God, God Particle is going to be um, set in a space station, I believe. It's going to be up in okay. space. Interesting. So there'll be slusho. It'll be in, they'll be in the, you know, the yeah. astronauts. Kit, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, it's their pre It's the most yeah. energy efficient. Yeah. It's like Tang, but better. <laughs> oh, God. Did they send Tang up with Neil Armstrong? Was that what they did? <laughs> Man, look what happened to him. Actually, it made. You... Badly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your dehydrated yeah. ice cream and slusho. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Actually, it, it makes sense for astronauts to have slushy because I think the the idea of slushy is it it makes you very happy when mm. skies are grey. No, it makes you happy, yeah. uh, and you know if you're an astronaut, it can be quite lonely, a bit yeah, boring. Yeah. 
I don't know, no, not an astronaut. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> you know, I think it'd be quite appropriate. <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out next February. Yeah. We'll take do. some bets. I would just like to say that sounds like something exactly like something who was who somebody who was national would say to try and yeah. prove they were not national. Yeah, Matt. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm an IT developer. Go away. <laughs> I'm not yeah, an national. We're, we're I'm not actually talking to you from the space station. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you may but, may moan about lag and ping, it's not. It's not because I'm actually. <laughs> Thousands and millions of miles away. Honest. <laughs> I've never been to Mars. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not on the moon base. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. If only life was that fun. No, I am I am literally yeah. an IT developer. I work for an insurance company. One it doesn't day. get much more Look. mundane. Look, Matt, 10 years' time, space travel is going to be kicking off. You know what they need. They need they space need... travel insurance and they need space computer fixing. Damn right. Damn right. And they always need Yokai of the Week as well. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. They're, they're fine. They're covered. I mean, they give us it. 10 years, it'll be a cultural touchstone. Yeah, it will be. If they no, don't they run won't. out of Yokai. We don't uh, need 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll tell you me. what, when, when those t shirts come out, it's going to be landslide. It's going to be, don't worry. <laughs> so Cameron have you actually seen uh, I'll tell you you've not seen 10 Cloverfield Lane then no I've not seen 10 Cloverfield Lane yet although I'm going to watch it at some point when I uh, get around to it yeah I was like I don't even want to talk about it now <laughs> I don't want to spoil no. it no uh, no we'll I said we won't spoil it it's worth yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Worth, it's worth watching it's, we'll, it's uh, yeah we'll, we'll come back to it once Cameron's watched yeah, it yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but you know what? We'll uh, we'll, we'll revisit this once um, the God Particles out, and we've all seen it. And yeah, that'll be our yeah uh, close up on uh, the Cloververse. I think Cloververse, unless, unless we get Cloverfield episode. Four. That would just be greedy. <laughs> 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 we may no, do. But no, no. I think I think another episode. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a Ten Cloverfield Lane, God mm. Particle. That is such yeah. a great name for a movie, God that Particle. Is, to be fair, it could be utter crap, but that is such a good <laughs> good title for it. Honestly, after all the stuff with the Higgs boson last few, I just kind of want it to be. It's set on a space station. Like Clover clearly can't go to school on Earth. No. He's too big. No. no, so you just shuttle him up into orbit so he can get his PhD in theoretical physics. Damn right. He's a clever lad. He's a clever lad. Mm. He learned how to walk outside of the water all on his own. Yeah. He's a night <laughs> he's a nightmare cuz he, he his, the parents have to keep uh, he keeps growing out of his uh, trousers all the time. Yeah. It's really annoying. Every, like, oh, every time. we've got to get another another <laughs> pair of trousers. God, you uh, and your 1200 feet long body. Oh. <laughs> There's not a child gate that's being built that can prevent Clover from getting into the kitchen. <laughs> we'll just need uh, Wallace to get on the case and build him a better pair of trousers. Oh. <laughs> See, everyone's pitching Clover in trousers now. Yeah. Would he wear them like this or like that? Yeah. God, we need to do the graphic. Um, I don't know. Will you guys pay attention further? If a dog wore pants, would he wear them like this or this debate? Oh, 
No, uh, no, I know yeah, there's about, some, yeah. It's a, yeah, the weird one where it like wraps around the whole body. Yeah, yeah. So the the debate was if a dog wore pants, would they go like up and over just the hips and the hind legs? They go across the bottom of the belly and up of the front legs as well, but leaving like the top of the hips and the tail uncovered. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it, <is. laughs> it just needs to go over it's the back monster. two legs and the tail. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's reasonable. Those are pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna find an image of it for Matt. <laughs> oh yes, please. Just save this image. <laughs> Into the Discord chat it goes. Right here we go. I'll, I'll put a link in the notes so our our listeners can see the great dog pants. <laughs> <That's> the worst. <laughs> Stupid belt is on there. Uh. It's definitely got to be number two. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's number one where it's literally <laughs> over both all four legs and <laughs> and the biggest bell ever. Yeah. Oh. Thing is now, every time I look at a dog, I'm going to think, oh, what would it look like if it was wearing trousers? Oh, no, it's uh, terrible. Um, I'm gonna we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go see our new puppy tomorrow. Did I tell I did tell you that we're getting a yeah, new puppy? Yeah, you told us, you yeah. told us about the puppy. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I'm so very excited I'm, to. See photos. I, I tell you, oh, well, I can't wait. Even, you don't even so need a house trainer. We're going to go see these pants. Yeah, yeah. just put pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. So when I when I go and pick it, because we're, we're going to go visit her, but we can't have her till Christmas because she's still too young. So we're going to yeah. when we go and see her tomorrow. I'm just going to when I pick her up and go. Oh, I'm just going to want to eat you. Uh, you know, which is what you do with puppies. Um, yeah, I, I'm clearly going to like size her up and go. Right, okay, yeah, okay. I think I know what size uh, trousers she needs. So, yeah, I'm going to think ahead. Yeah, does, does she already have a name? Because uh, Slusho uh, would be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I was... I, the thing is, when, when we decided we were going to get one, I was thinking, would my wife appreciate if I suggested Bayonetta as a name? But I... I, I, mm. I no, that, that didn't go down well. Uh, yeah, no, the, <laughs> the, the, the little puppy's going to be called Whisper. Oh, that's cute. So, whisper yeah. with an A, like the chocolate bar. I don't know if you got uh, you guys have whispers over your way, but uh, yeah, uh, no, so, not over our way. Imagine one over there. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So it'll be yeah. W I S P A. So yeah, should be little whisper. Yeah, should be little yeah whisper. Yeah, I'll put an Australian accent on when I talk to her as well. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and someone who, another uh, another dog will have to be called like Tim Tam or something. Tim Tam. <laughs> it's my dog Tim Tam. No, he can't eat them. <laughs> yeah, he'll so yeah, that's, that's the irony. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, can't wait. Mm, mm, anyway, very good. Um, where we, we've, we've gone on uh, off on a tangent here. Um, we did. Where are we uh, at? Um, yeah, I think we're, that's, about we're probably good for yeah. We're more or less yeah. Think, done. Yeah. Um, Actually, one last one last thing I was going to say about mm-hmm. Clover is that. They that JJ Abrams said that that Clover had not survived the the bombing at the mm. end, but mm. I think I don't I I don't believe him because obviously there's that little bit <laughs> towards the end which I don't know if you saw in the credits where it yeah. says that, that it, Clover's still alive basically. So yeah. I, th- I think yeah. Yeah. What do you think, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, do we have any, any anything else to say about Clover or Cloverfield? Uh, nope, I'm good. Yeah. Nope. No. Okay. Good cool. film. Could be better. Good film. Be worse. Yeah, it's worth it's worth seeing for people that haven't seen. It. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It's on everything. I mean, I think I saw it on Amazon, but it's cheap. You yeah. know, it's one of those films yeah. that ends up. Well, it's worth it as a buy into this Cloververse and um, yeah, tracking definitely. down this these tie-ins and side materials because they've created such an expansive thing. Um, that, that's, yeah. I think, where the uh, value lies in this. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And also, it's quite it's like we said before. It's actually quite a short film. It's like it's only just over an hour and twenty. So it's one of those yeah. you can, and you know. 20 minutes of that is the intro that you can skip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> yep. Cool. I okay. just wanted to watch the monster bits. Damn yeah. right. That's, That's what we're here to do. <laughs> cool. Right. Okay. We'll, we'll do admin. I believe we've got some feedback. We to have got talk some about, feedback, sir. Not to do with, like, not, uh, not to do with Cloverfield. No. <laughs> <laughs> nothing for yeah, Cloverfield uh, and nothing for uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> no. But for going, Train to Bazaar. Yes. Yes, we're going, back, we're going back a few episodes. Uh, now, th- this is split into three large paragraphs. Shall it we take is? a paragraph each? Yes, yep. because <laughs> I informed our, our dear friend and listener um, at Zombie Security. I, I told him he would have the select honor uh, of all three mm. hosts reading his comment because he sent in, in, in three pieces. <laughs> oh, I bet Perfect. he's giddy with anticipation, isn't he? God, yes, not... he's very excited. Yeah, it's like it's like Christmas and birthday all in one. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, you want do you want to you do do you do the first one? Cameron, right. you do the second one, and I'll do the last one. Yeah, excellent. Let's do it. Do it. All right. So this is from Mike Zombie at Zombie Security. Hey, sorry I didn't get a chance to send this in sooner. Haven't had a chance to sit down and type it all out, so here goes. So, zombies. There's tons and tons of media and folklore to pour over, so I'll try and narrow things down a wee bit in order not to take up an entire podcast duration. Please do send us more stuff (laughs) in. That's my editorialization. Um, Of the current crop of movies, books, games that feature zombie-like creatures... The least fantastic-sounding ones are those that feature not actual reanimated dead people, but people who have been infected, changed in some way, and had their minds stripped down to a purely aggressive and violent level. 28 Days Later is a great example. We know there are things like rabies and cordyceps fungus that can alter the behavior of living things. It could be a short step for a mutation or deliberate modification to turn a human being into one of these murder machines. Uh, John Ringo's Black Tide Rising novels handle this in a neat way. A man-made virus changes people into aggressive zombie-like state. Uh, in order to... Okay, in order to make the zombies last as long as they can, the final stages of the virus include making the victim feel like they're extremely itchy, like being covered in bugs. This makes the victim remove their clothing before finally succumbing to the zombie-like state. Now you have a person who won't defecate in their clothing, clothing, causing infections, etc. Kind of a neat detail, (laughs) I think. Uh, I I haven't heard of this Black Tide Rising. I'll have to look that up. No, Mm. interesting yes so uh, on to the next. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> uh, part the second, enter stage left, camera swap, reading. So, next <laughs> category. <laughs> what I personally think is the worst case, uh, you've got no hope, or you've got no hope type of zombie, goes to Brian Keane's undead in his novel The Rising and City of the Dead. In these books, the dead don't come back to life because of a virus or a disease. A scientific experiment, similar to the Large Hadron Collider, causes a hole to be ripped into a dimension inhabited by immaterial demonic beings that can take over the bodies of the dead. Once the soul departs, the demon can reanimate the body as long as the brain is intact. No physical contact is needed, no infection needs spreading, just dying is enough to open your former body up to being inhabited by a new owner. The really scary part is that these demonic beings aren't mindless, they have access to the skills and memories of whoever their host body is, and they can intelligently speak, plan, and cooperate. One scene in the book features a couple of human survivors being chased and herded by gun-toting zombies in a pickup truck. <laughs> oh, that's a great image. <laughs> oh, and it isn't just human beings that come back either. Any living creature that dies will soon reanimate. Flocks of dead birds peck about people trying to reach high ground, while dead bats and other small animals act as scouts for human zombies. It's a really neat take on the genre, where survival isn't as simple as holding up somewhere safe and don't get bit. Nice. That um, sounds really dude. cool. <laughs> yeah, that does sound really cool. <laughs> yeah. Really good. He knows his zombies, that lad, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, Pleasing yeah. the tile. <laughs> and the finale. The final bit. Yeah, I know. Long-winded, right? I wanted to go over was my favorite zombie type, which is just the basic Romero-style plain Jane zombie. I first saw Dawn of the Dead as a kid in the late 80s, and I fell in love with the genre. I liked how the dead seemed to retain some small spark of memory or recognition. The fact that they were drawn to the mall to begin with, or how a zombie remembered where a hidden entrance was from when they were alive. I'm not a big fan of the fast-running zombies, or zombies. <laughs> oh, I like what you did there. <laughs> Um, because it takes away too much from what I think is one of the genre's biggest strengths. The central thing with zombie movies isn't the threat posed by the undead, it's the way that an apocalyptic scenario strips away the thin veneer of civilization that we live in and shows how quickly some people can revert to savagery. Yes, the dead are a constant dangerous threat, but they become a part of the setting instead of being the actual vi villains of the piece. Anyway, I'm sure I've taken enough time from you gentlemen, but this is what happens when you give me space to rant about zombie stuff. <laughs> now that is awesome. That is, that is a really cool bit of feedback on yeah, three parts of that. Yeah. Uh, a good solid chunk. <laughs> yeah. Mike, send us in more. Like yeah, <laughs> you can make yeah. it longer. We'll, Zally, we'll, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, use it. we'll read it out. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. And it's good. Cause we, we saw all his favorite bits and he's obviously, shown us and anyone listening of um, some media to uh, get involved in so the rise in the city of the dead and uh, black tide rising novels so that's something to check out um i mean me and him would disagree about our favorite zombies because <laughs> i like the fast running zombies or zombies zombies that is awesome i don't know no that's too close to zombinis for me that can never be terrifying <laughs> <laughs> I just think of Zumba. Zumba, oh. yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah, it brings up a small so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, Mike. That is really cool feedback, actually. So, yeah, and more. Anyone else? See, you can be like Mike. You, you can have your thoughts, you know, read out on the show. Yeah. We don't bite. We don't discriminate. You know, say you know, 
send it in for everyone to hear. So that's cool. Um, talking about people that don't reply and send in, um, Casper's not got back to me yet. I'm a bit annoyed. I, you know, I tweeted Casper last week on the oh, Starship yes. episode. Um, he's completely ignored me. Um, I may have to pull rank on him. I was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> um yeah so unfortunately he's not got back to me but i'm going to pester him further but you know just give him a gentle nudge you know to reply to our question that we asked uh him last week so i'll uh i'll keep you up to date if we hear back from him hopefully by the next episode send it via um our official channel Um, yeah that's what i'm gonna do uh, i'm I'm gonna roll my sleeves up and go look at a bite yeah Fingers crossed. Zoomies. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Zombies are. Oh. He's a he's a joker. That lad. Cool. Okay. So I think that's the all the feedback for this episode. Um, so is there anything else anyone wants to say before we finish up? Uh, no. Death um, and silence. We got, we got death and <laughs> silence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. the seven. We should have done this. Now all our listeners are going to die unless they get someone else to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I'm not the human faced cow. My prophecies don't count for for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm definitely not on a space station. So, you know, know, it's all lies. All lies. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, well, like I said, if anyone wants to send any feedback in the future, obviously it's much appreciated. Uh, iTunes reviews, always handy as well. Any, and again, any future episodes you may want to see, obviously feel free to send us any messages or any other feedback. It's always greatly appreciated. Or just come talk to us. That's always good. Mm. And talking to talking, talking to talking. That's a good sentence. <laughs> Dave, so where can t- people talk? <laughs> Dave, where can people talk to talk to talk talk on the internet with you? I am on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. Um, also on Mastodon, but I forgot what the link was, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. all these new social media websites. I've, mm. I felt when I when I started registering with it, even though it looks like Twitter, I was like, I have no idea what this is all about. Yeah, so, I don't, yeah, I think I don't you know spend a bit on. spend a bit more time with it. But yeah, he's on Twitter. I'm on yeah, Twitter. He's, you can find his, his name. Maybe in the notes. You know. Sometimes happens. How about you, Cameron? Where are you? Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. I haven't gone to Mastodon quite yet. I'll figure out eventually. Um, you know, you can find me on Twitter at night underscore twin. Uh, come talk with me and stand in solidarity with Drill. We love Drill. Stand yes. with Drill. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Don't look under the mask. No one needs. Don't to know look who under the mask. <laughs> we don't need to know. Drill God, is was- Drill. That was the weirdest thing of my week. Homestuck fandom on Tumblr doxed drill is a thing that makes no fucking sense word wise. <laughs> what are those? What are those mean? Those, those all need yeah. some sort of signifier. I don't understand. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, Matt, where can we find you on the internet? You can feel find. Me. Oh, wow. You can what feel me. You can feel me. Wow. Can you feel them? Can you feel them? Can you feel them? No, you cannot. He's on a super. No, no, no touching. You can find me. You can talk to me, but no, no touching. <laughs> Not one of those. 
Uh, <laughs> he is a badger. Can, Badger's bite. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm the honey badger type. All right. I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> Mong, you know, I'm like you know snakes, lionesses, termites, Slush-o. whatever. Slush-o. Yeah. <laughs> Slusho, different man, different subject. But you can find me on Twitter at Ninja Badger Seven if you so choose. And that is the end of this episode. Maybe in the future we may have a spin-off show about miniature. Who knows? Wink. Wink. Uh, <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, what? nudge. What did you say? Oh, nudge. Oh, right. Okay. I thought it was like Cameron <laughs> yeah. said something else then, but it's not that kind of <laughs> no. show. Um, <laughs> no, I've just got a very heavy accent. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Seven days. <laughs> Seven days. Seven days.